0: My name is Jeremy Devins and this is the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast and just one more day that the Fall 2021 Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training is open. So today I'm sharing a special interview with Trish Evanson, a graduate of last year's class who's already out in the world teaching amazing classes She's subbed for me in the past and she's taught online, in person, all ages, all backgrounds and done amazingly well already just less than a year after her training. She was in the same class with Shannon who I interviewed yesterday so definitely check that out as well. They both have amazing perspectives and insights to share from their experience. And Trish had the experience of many people who I've talked to over the years who were kind of disappointed with their teacher training and it wasn't quite what they hoped it would be. And they came in with good intentions and their teacher had good intentions as well. But in Trisha's case, it wasn't quite as organized as she was hoping and the information was just kind of random and not really fitting together. And it just seemed like they were just practicing things that the teacher was interested in that day. And it wasn't really helping her achieve her intention of deepening her practice and being able to teach others. And as she says in the interview, she knew within the first day, the first session of our training, that she was getting what she was looking for. And it, it wasn't going to be like, just because it's online, that she was missing out on in-person connection. It's actually going to lead to even more connection with people she still hasn't even met in person, like Shannon, who is still a close friend to her, and they connect regularly still after the training. And that is part of what I hope to create inside of the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training. It's a community. It's an immersion in your own practice, and it's an immersion in learning how to teach and share it with others from day one. And she talks about her experience of her heart pounding and being nervous to teach her first five minute little class on our first session, and then how far she's come since then. And of course, those nerves don't ever really fully go away. And in fact, we wanna be kind of living at the edge of that where we still feel that slight nervousness in whatever we're doing. And even me too, to this day, like I'm still, you know, continuing to find those edges and continuing to grow into those. And one of them was a few years ago, creating my first yoga teacher training and choosing it to be all online. So now with the, since the pandemic happened, it's like everybody moved online. So I wasn't so unique in that way, but now I've learned a lot. This is the sixth class that's running of the quiet mind yoga teacher training. And I've learned a lot along the way. And you get access to a few of those previous trainings as well, because the formats changed over the years. But now this year is a six month format. So we meet every week for six months with live mentoring calls and on-demand lessons that you can watch at your own pace and practices to do at your own time. So very in-depth, very thorough training of everything you could wanna know about yoga from practicing in phase one, to deepening your practice in phase two, to sharing your practice in phase three. You can sign up right now at quietmind.yoga slash The Enrollment closes tomorrow night, Friday, September the 24th at midnight central standard times, the last opportunity to enroll for a whole year before the next class opens in the fall of 2022. So if you've been thinking about doing it if you have any remaining questions, please send me a message, jeremy at quietmind.yoga. I'd love to help you make a decision if you wanna join now or next year or maybe in five years, it'll be there in the future. But if you wanna join this year, it's the lowest price it will be uh, going forward and it's uh, you're getting well more than you're paying for. And it's one of my personal intentions to provide over 10 times what you pay for anything that I offer, especially these bigger offers like the teacher training. So I make sure that you get well more than you paid for and years of value, really a lifetime of value because you can join all future teacher training, Zoom sessions and classes as well. So I'm here for you for this training and all future trainings as well if you decide to join this one. Again, YTT is the last day to enroll and I'll go into my interview now with Trish where she gives her perspective of coming from a disappointing teacher training to the quiet mind yoga teacher training and how she felt it was exactly what she was looking for. So lots of great insights here. So let's go to my interview with Trish. So I'm here with Trish Evanson, who is a graduate of the quiet mind yoga teacher training and is already doing amazing work her own already as a teacher. And I wanted to bring her here to just kind of share her experience and her sort of process from student to teacher, Training to now teacher, so thank you, Trish, for being here.
1: You're welcome. I'm I'm happy to be here.
0: Awesome. So let's just talk about like where you're at before any teacher training, in your own practice, kind of how you got into yoga and this path of thinking about becoming a teacher. Where a lot of people get to that point of like, should I do a teacher training? I don't know if I want to be a teacher. Like, what was that like for you?
1: Sure, Um, I have been pretty active just in my life in general, used to play ice hockey growing up and then transitioned into um, more of a runner as I got older and um, organized sports were no longer a part of my life. So running was really what I got into in my early twenties. And then later around 25 or 26, I found yoga. Um, I wasn't really into it right away, but um, I did notice that there was a pull to Go back and explore a little bit more um, what that was, what that poll was. Um, first, started in a gym uh, setting, like a big gym that offered a bunch of different types of classes, and then transitioned to a studio. Um, and that studio had Baptiste yoga, which was a very powerful um, type of yoga. So I think that um, that runner in me kind of resonated with that finding that cardiovascular um, workout with the yoga to really get me hooked. And then um, at that same studio, they had some slow flow classes and other other types of yoga where I could really slow down and start to explore what that um, what that had in store for me. Um, So that was in 2017 when I really started to get hooked and want to dive deeper into yoga. And of course, with the physical practice, came also a mental and spiritual um, kind of change within me that I noticed as well. And it was kind of hard to ignore those other changes. So it continued to lead me down um, this path of wanting to learn more about what this was and also seeing the changes in myself. um, That's where it turned into me wanting to share it with other people and considered to um, start teacher training when I when I had the time and the resources to do that
0: cool so then having that perspective did you like first want to do the baptiste training because that's where you started
1: um so I was kind of living a nomadic life I was moving around a lot um and never really knew how it was going to work for me to do a teacher training aside from like probably doing an immersion somewhere um, like most of what I had seen for teacher trainings at that point was like, oh, go to Costa Rica for three weeks or Bali or, you know, um, I didn't I didn't really know all that much about teacher trainings um, and who that you needed some money to do them. And I knew that uh, or I thought that you'd probably have to go overseas or, you know, out of the country um, just because I was moving around so much. I didn't know that, like, I would be able to stay in one place long enough to do one where it was just on the weekends or just on the week, you know, a couple weeknights for a long period of time. Um, And then it happened to be the the time in my life where I was able to do this teacher training happened to be um, in the spring of 2020, which was also when the entire world shut down. So um, I was looking for a training locally where I was, so I guess to go back to answer your original question, Baptiste wasn't necessarily at the top of my list, although I did look into seeing where I could get certified to teach Baptiste. Um, I just knew that it like didn't wasn't really offered that many places. So I was kind of open to anything and found one that was being offered um, locally where I was. And as you know, um, when I reached out to you, um, I did start a teacher training and it was not going very well. Um, I just wasn't getting um, out of it what I was putting into it. And um, there was a lot of things that I felt were not being covered um, that that needed to be. So that's how I came across you and your offerings Um, in the midst of that teacher training. I was looking for some sort of resource to help me tie all of these, what seemed in that in that first training like very arbitrary things that we were learning um, in a very illogical way, like just here's more information and all of these different categories of information thrown at different times like chronologically didn't make sense. Um, so I was looking online for resources and I came across your yoga teacher training podcast that I think you started in 2019, if I'm mistaken. So I was about a year behind on that, went back to the first episode, started from there. I was like uh, immediately on that first episode um what you said like resonated with me i think just that you were from like the midwest and that you moved to texas (laughs) because my boyfriend lives in texas so i've been down there quite a bit and i'm from the midwest as well so right away i was like okay like we have you know just that seemed like home to me and so um from there just some of the language you were using and ways that you categorize like the 10 core competencies and stuff like that I knew that having found that I was going to be like, okay, moving forward, even if I stayed in the teacher training I was in, because like I could use that resource to kind of start to organize my own thoughts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this is a super common thing. Like, you know, you reached out to me and many people still reach out to me, with like similar experience of they're in a training and they like the teacher and they like practicing with them, but the actual teacher training is just kind of unorganized or they just kind of they don't really get why they're learning this in that order or there. And it's more of just like information and, uh, and then they come out of it, like not really knowing how to use that information or really how to teach any better. So um, I'm, I'm always grateful to hear that, you know, that the, the way I kind of organize things helps it make sense. Cause you know, it's what I wish existed when I was learning. Uh, but I did, I did have some good teachers and, um, they did help me make sense of it but some of it just takes time and uh, so yeah I was always I'm always grateful to hear that it's helpful to people and I was grateful that you reached out and uh, I think we talked about you know how you could make the most of the situation you were in and um, ultimately you know what had you decide to just try to move on from that one to work with me and this teacher training and like why, why did you think like you know you couldn't just kind of stick it out with the one that you had and felt like there was something more that you were still looking for?
1: Yeah, um, I think, you know, part of it was just a gut feeling that um, I was kind of forcing a square peg into a round hole from the get-go with that teacher training because I wanted to do one so bad. And I was finally um, just circumstantial, like in a place where I could, but COVID had happened and it really limited the amount of teacher trainings that were being offered. Um, And the one that I was registered in or participating in was promoted as a hybrid slash online one. Um, but what that really meant was like, we're going to have a camera in there that's streaming to Facebook. And if you're at home, you can watch from your, your computer, but like, we're not, re- this isn't, wasn't constructed to be taken that way. And after I came across your, um, your program, I knew that you had been online for a while before COVID had started. So you were like already way ahead of the game as far as like technology goes. And I think, um just like I said the gut feeling knowing like I'm really not going to be able to feel confident and to teach after this teacher training and that's what the whole for me I mean yes I wanted to deepen my own practice certainly wanted to get a better understanding of like the philosophical and the history aspects but really I wanted to be able to learn how to move people on the mat um and even move myself better on the mat and it just wasn't happening in that teacher training Um, and I I was following you for about a month I think at that point um, before we talked because um, I didn't know you were offering that teacher training until I got an email one day saying that the fall 2020 course had opened and that's kind of when it was like if this is available for me, like I'm gonna take that opportunity because it just resonated with me so much. And I do believe that I was a part of that previous training only to find you to find the right one for me eventually. Um, like it, it's felt so right ever since I made that decision. Um, and one of, I guess, just speaking from my um, experience that maybe others might have a hesitancy, Um, because you are all online that was like my one thing where I was like am I gonna miss out on this in-person human to human experience because you know it's all online and by the first session like I I knew right away that I wasn't I mean you broke us up into small groups I connected with Shannon who is like just a amazing human and from that first zoom session we just hit it off we connected in a way that I hadn't connected with anyone in that previous training I was in who I was at the studio with for hours and hours on the weekends you know so I think um, I was just listening to a podcast about the power of um, you know like a container a safe place for people to be and yes the studio can be that one one of those places but also um your own home like you're very comfortable in your own home and you can really like let your guard down and be open and honest so um if you have like a even a closet you know that you can go into and just have that safe space um I really think you can get just as much if not more out of that online connection as you can in person
0: yeah definitely I think that's the big key and something I've been fortunate to get a ton of training in is how to create. A container and a sort of space where okay here's we're starting here this is the group these are the parameters this is when it ends and in that time you know we try things and you started teaching on night one and like but it's like a safe space where it's like it doesn't matter how good it is or if you say the wrong thing or and uh, yeah it's been cool to see you and Shannon stay connected to pass the training and uh, it's really fun group that we had, so so I appreciate you acknowledging that. And I think that's a big piece that um, you know. And I've also been fortunate to experience containers virtually too for for a long time. And that's that's the same thing in person or online. It's like uh, how the space is held is so important, and it can be done poorly in person or online, and it can done, be done really well in person or online. And um, and that is I think a key of like designing a training to be online which a lot of teachers are not prepared for and in fact like even when I was doing my first teacher trainings they wouldn't let us record anything because they didn't want anything to be like consumed essentially outside of like in person Um, and and I always wish like I could go back to the lectures and like hear it again because like some of it just takes a while to stick so I always wanted to make an online training where it's like you have access for life and you can go back. And like you mentioned, like, you know, you're going to go through some of the zoom sessions on the next training, uh, cause you get access to those too. Right. So, so yeah, like having that sort of framework to work online where it's like designed for that, I think is really, really cool. And like, glad you appreciated that too. And, um, It sounds like you mentioned some of like your intentions and hopes of like wanting to deepen your own practice, wanting to uh, move better on your mat, but also help others move on the mat. And uh, you weren't really finding that in the other training, but it sounds like you did find that with the quiet mind yoga training.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, what sticks out to most this what sticks out the most to me is the language that you use and that you taught us to use in kind of inviting people to embody you know their practice instead of just following cues to follow cues and you know move just to move it was really about getting into our bodies and listening and hearing what what they needed and i mean that's something that i knew Yoga was doing for me as a student, like as as I was practicing it as a student. But I didn't have the first clue of how, like, what the magic was, like how that was happening. And so I feel like you really dissect that, um, you know, starting with meditation all the way to like a power vinyasa class or something like that. Like, um, we really we really like crawl, walk, run in teacher training and um, and. I think the daily um, the daily practice that we did really helped me too because um, I had never taken to like yin or restorative in a way that I did in teacher training. I just never held the space for myself to do that. And when it was part of the training, I really was able to see the benefits of those slower, deeper practices, especially restorative. I had no idea. And I just think it's like such a powerful practice. Um, you know, you don't, you don't see it that way. Cause it's, you're not sweating and, um, your heart's not racing, but it's, it's still deeply like transformational the way that a power class can be. So, um, I think I'm not sure I'm even answering your question anymore, but, um, I think just being exposed to those different types of, of yoga, and um, practicing them, truly practicing them in my own life, gave me a better um, idea of how they work for me and how to guide other people through them as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. And now you are, um, so one of the things I have people do if they wanna teach is to make sure you're teaching at least once a week, once the training is over, and uh, that's something you, you did start doing, I believe, right? And you've yeah, I um
1: Yeah, I did. I, I took your advice on that because I knew that if I didn't do that, I would probably be too scared to eventually teach, um, is I was so used to it, so used to teaching once a week from what was required in the training that I figured I might as well just, um, pick up, you know, that habit or continue that habit. Uh, we ended our teacher training and that, uh, what or December twenty first, I think. Yeah. So I might have taken off like through the new year, and then as soon as the new year started, I um, started offering to friends and family, and that was going really well. Um, and through posting, I think I posted on Facebook, which is not something I like—not usually a platform I really share that stuff on, because um, I have like just pretty like close family and friends, and then like um, work like acquaintances on there, but I just figured I might as well offer it because I know people can benefit from it. And that's when um, someone from a past life kind of reached out and was like, hey, you know, the gym I work at needs a a yoga teacher, would you be interested? And um, it, it was very, um, I don't know if it was serendipitous, but just, just it all works out. I mean, like the way it should have. And I started teaching there two two months after we finished our training, um, less than two months before she was like, hey, or would you be interested in this? And the talk began of me starting there. And then March of 2021 was um, when I started a weekly class there. And then in April, we added a second one. Um, and the the second one was is um, for, I just had it this morning, um, ages 55 and older. So an older group of people who, you know, just need to get, get on their mat and move. And you taught us, you know, how to use the language and provide options for people of any like ability to do that. And again, I think I posted that maybe a few months ago, just how appreciative I was to have that um, the ability to do that because they they so much appreciate it more than any group I've ever taught like that group on Monday mornings just they are so happy to be moving on their mats and it reminds you of like what it's all about so I just really appreciate being able to teach them and then um, this month I got um, I was in talks with the studio here that I go to who need who needed more teachers and um, I was at a point where I could add another uh, class to my schedule. So I started subbing here um, at the studio. And then um, I'll be adding a permanent class starting in um, October. So yeah, I mean, the opportunities are out there. And I mean, you provide us with all the tools and then some to get started.
0: That's awesome so just like keep building momentum and sounds like you've gotten really good feedback on your classes too that you've said
1: yeah yeah and then even the first one uh the first class I taught at the studio the owner um stayed and watched it on live stream and I was a little nervous (laughs) because you know it's the first time I'd really been like like watched for that reason since you you know watched us in late last year and then we went and chatted about the class, and she gave me some good feedback, a little bit of constructive criticism, but ultimately it was like, you know, you've got a good thing going here, and you know, the 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 critiques I have are are things that, are, you know, they're not. It's not like you're making a dangerous situation for anyone. They're just little, you know, pretty much just verbal things that, um, that will I can work on with time. So I really, um, I think if anything, the biggest the biggest like hurdle is just to get out of your own way or my own way with it. I remember even texting you back when I first started at the gym, just thinking like I was so in my own head during those first few classes there. And like remembering some of the times I felt that way during teacher training and drawing on those experiences of when some of the other ladies were saying the same thing when they would be leading the class. And we were like, we had no idea. Like you have no idea that, you know, the the student doesn't know that, you might feel that way, but just keep doing what you're doing, and um, be confident that you know what you know, and um, it'll, you know, the class never, it always ended up being a good, you know, good enough class to get, Mm -hmm. to get the job done, so. Right,
0: yeah, and that's part of, like, the personal growth that comes with this, too, like, regardless of teaching and it's usually half of the people in a class don't want to teach and you knew from the beginning you did want to teach, but there's a lot of personal growth that comes with it too. And kind of getting out of your head, noticing those voices of doubt or fear or insecurity that can come up. And it's, it's, it's so interesting of how everyone did have that experience at different times where they would teach and the students receiving would be like, that was amazing. That was perfect. Thank you. And the teacher would be like, I don't know. I missed this and that. And it's like, um, and I, maybe trained y'all to like be very self-aware in that way but but also to learn how to know when you're what you're doing is effective and for sure you know your teaching and the other teachers there and the training like they you did amazing and i think there's that big piece of personal growth that comes with this too of knowing that it doesn't have to be super complicated like once you know what to focus on and the right things to say and how to say it it's like yoga is just amazing and it works and you kind of let it come through and that's something I saw you do more and more in the training and I'm sure you're doing it even more now and that's why I can confidently ask you to sub any class for me now Uh, but there's that piece of personal growth too that people don't always think about with yoga teacher training where you step into your confidence your leadership your voice and I've seen you step into that more and more too and is that something you've noticed in your own process through the training?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I so you held a workshop uh, last Thursday. That was the sixty-minute YTT, and um, you had a, like a little part where I think it was like just cueing cat, cow, and asking if anybody wanted to volunteer to like read the script and like guide us through it. And um, I just sort of met, like that immediately brought me back to our first teacher training session when we had to do like our five minute meditation or something like that and just like my heart was pounding and I was like sweaty and I was like nervous and I'm like like I I was back in that moment like for sure at that time and then just thinking like how far I've come since then and because those were like real I was really nervous and and um I still you know those feelings don't ever go away for um permanently or for good or they haven't yet for me anyway, but it's certainly a lot easier to acknowledge them and just like know that um, the training that I've done was sufficient and the experience that I have is real. And so like building off of those things um, and my desire to just lead people on their mat is there. And, and I think um, like you said, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like it doesn't have to be this beautifully choreographed, uh flow like it can just be like moving you know from here to there with purpose and that's enough um especially in 2021 when we're like so much on autopilot um just being on the mat with purpose for an hour is is tr- it's it's just what it's all about so um when i start to get go down those lines of overthinking i try to just kind of drop back in and remember that um it's about holding space for the people in the room or on the screen and using the knowledge I have that I'm privileged to have to do that. Um, and knowing that they trust, I mean, they came here because they trust me and, or certainly if it's their second class, they came back because they trust me um, and that I can trust myself to, to guide them.
0: Yeah. Well said. And So the last thing I would ask today is just what would you say to your past self maybe a year ago or before the teacher training or maybe somebody you know in this position you were in or you were considering taking a teacher training like what advice would you have for that younger version of yourself or somebody in that position
1: yeah um well it's interesting because I would say I don't try to fit a square peg into a round hole but um like I said I do think it turned out the right way for me. Um, so I think if you feel like there's something off in the training that you're in, um, don't, um, be afraid to question that. Don't be afraid to, um, I know a lot of times, and I, I guess here's the thing I would tell myself, I used to hold yoga instructors or fitness instructors in general on a very high pedestal, like other, like I would view them as other than me or like superhuman or they know something that i don't kind of weigh and certainly they have more experience in in some areas than other than i do maybe but um they are just humans and it's okay to question that sometimes um which is what i did in that teacher training and so it wasn't like i just got frustrated and i went to jeremy and was like i want to quit like there was a lot of um you know, speaking with the person that was leading it and trying to like, find a way that like, Hey, are we just not connecting on the, is this just a miscommunication or, or is this, is there really something wrong here? So to just trust your gut with, with regards to that, because there is unfortunately, um, you know, places and areas in the, in the yoga world or industry that will, benefit from the money you put into a teacher training, and you might not get out what you put in. And so, um, and there's probably for every one of those, there's 10, 20 good, good ones, but um, they're out there. And if you're not feeling like you're getting out what you're putting in to anything with regard to that, like, don't, don't move forward with it. Um, I think that I probably would have even left that program had I not found you just because it, it really, I didn't want to have the cert and um, not be able to teach, not have the confidence. I felt like if I had wasted, not wasted, but spent so much time on a teacher training and not even have felt like I could do it afterwards, it would have been really hard to go back and find another one and spend the same kind of money and time and energy into something, not knowing I was going to come out on the other side with that confidence. So um I think a very roundabout way of saying you know trust your gut and also like the the teacher at the front of the room is is also just a human like they're they're not more than or better than and um it's okay to question sometimes
0: yeah absolutely and as a student and teacher myself I'm always looking at other trainings and I even sign up for other trainings just to like learn if there's things I'm missing or ways to improve or other methods or uh, just trying to always learn and grow. And, uh, there's quite a few trainings that I've signed up for where I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just watch their videos and get a piece of paper that says I can teach anybody now and I can guarantee, like, I would not be ready if, I, if that was all I had. Right. Uh, and there's so many little things that they miss that I wouldn't even know that I didn't know. Like, pronouncing things wrong or de-emphasizing things that are really important or yeah it's it's an interesting time uh and i think ultimately this will be for the better for all students because the better teachers and trainings will kind of stand out more and be more recognized and um, people like you will go forward and you know share what you learn and potentially one day you might lead a teacher training and share you know your wisdom So I think ultimately it's it's, we're in kind of a weeding out phase of like the really helpful, authentic, meaningful teachings I think will reach people who are looking for them. And I I agree, it's important if something is not resonating for somebody and they they sign up with good faith and it's not really resonating, it is important to acknowledge that, get a refund if you can, or find one that does resonate, uh, whether with me or whoever you resonate with. Um, so so that's yeah, that's important because this it's probably one of of the most important decisions we can make of like the teacher training we take, and it sets up a whole trajectory of life that wouldn't have existed otherwise. So I'm really honored to see the trajectory you're on. I think it's really cool and exciting, and I'm excited to see where you keep going from here. And I really appreciate your time and energy in sharing this. I think it'll be really helpful for people and uh, you're really just getting started. So thank you for this time, Trish. Any last things you wanna share with anybody?
1: Um, One last thing, and like you emphasize it from the get-go, but if you can find a mentor either from afar or near, like it it goes, it pays dividends. Um, It just, it really kind of ties everything together. And um, it, it just helps with understanding, on a much deeper level so that's something just in teacher training and in life in general I think it's really underutilized it's mentorship um and I would recommend that anyone who can you know find find one that works
0: yeah and where can people find you online social media
1: um, I right now my Instagram's deactivated, but I'll oh. probably <laughs> I might turn it back on as um, the fall. I just wasn't on it this summer. So I kind of just backed away from that. But it was at Trisha dot the on Instagram. And um, I've been thinking about bringing back some like community type classes on there to Um, and then if anyone's in the midwest and is happens to be in bismarck north dakota i'm teaching at transitions um, studio and proximal 50 wellness center um, and both offer online classes for a pretty affordable rate so
0: awesome and i am adding a section to my site i'm remaking my site now Uh, so i'll have a section where you can follow Uh, Any past graduates, so I'll have your info on there as much info as you want, whatever. Yeah, that
1: sounds good. Yeah,
0: cool. All right, well, thank you, Trish.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this interview with Trish Evanson. Again, I'm super grateful that she shared her insights and perspectives. And if you want to join the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training, it's the last day to enroll at slash ytt quietmind.yoga ytt. And you can check out the link in the show notes to go right there as well. But until next time, I'll be back tomorrow with one last podcast before the enrollment closes on Friday night. And uh, thank you for listening and I look forward to sharing more with you tomorrow.